and welcome to Historically Really Good Friends mini episode. A queer history mini podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Rachel Craig. And I'm Jared Femblow. And hello, listener. Maybe you are not expecting to see us upload or publish. To hear, yeah, to hear us this week. We're going to try this out. The yeah, more that we, we haven't made a firm commitment yet. Yeah, the more that we get listener stories, we've kind of been talking about it and feel like maybe we'll do a separate episode, little tiny episode for listener stories, just so our main episodes aren't 2,000 years long. Um, <laughs> and so the more that you send them in, the more that we'll do these and we'll kind of just do these episodes on a basis of whenever we get these stories. Mm-hmm. So please continue to send in your listener stories. They do not have to be long. They can be anonymous if you want them to be. Mm-hmm. But we're looking for stories, anything about your queer experience, coming out, a funny moment you knew when you were queer, you know, someone in your life that's queer that you really look up to, literally anything you want to tell us about. it. Like Make it, you know, three minutes long. Write it in a story how you want us to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two examples that we'll read for you today. We just want to hear from you. We do. We want to cement your stories in the internet forever. So so please send send them to us so we can we can keep them in our little podcast archives and we'll yeah. we'll read them aloud and hopefully do some more of these mini episodes to be respectful of your time. We ask Absolutely. an hour of you each week. So we'll just take a smidge more at <laughs> at your leisure. Sure. It's the least we could do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we're we're really mindful over here at Absolutely. historically really good friends. All right, let's uh, let's get into some listener stories. Sure. So the first listener story we have um, came through our email. The subject is queer awakening slash coming out story. So thank you for sending it in. We're just gonna jump right into it. No introduction, no name. So nice. Here we yeah. Here <laughs> just, we go. Just, just they're right they're in. ready to go, which okay. I appreciate. Yeah, they are too. also they are also mindful of our time. I appreciate it. In the past year, I, a 27-year-old woman, have decided to identify as pansexual and or queer. I had dated men my entire life. I never found myself interested in women per se. I never went through an experimental phase in my teens. I never found myself actively attracted to women, rather just body envy of beautiful women. And I even had an on-screen lesbian sex scene in a small indie movie. I always felt very secure in my sexuality. After college, I started to entertain the idea of having a threesome with a male partner and another woman, but I never felt comfortable enough with any of my partners to properly explore that. Fast forward to 2020 when the pandemic hit, I started dating this man who was absolutely lovely and over the year of our relationship, I finally felt I had found someone I would be comfortable having a threesome with. He was experienced in that area and as the vaccines were rolling out, we started talking about the apps we could use to find a third. I was so excited to finally cross this off my list of sexual experiences I wanted to have. Things ended up not working out between me and the guy, and we went our separate ways. I was devastated for a while. He really hurt me in the breakup, but at the end of the day, I was most disappointed about not having the threesome. (laughs) I also love the interruption. I love the COVID safety precautions that have been taken in this story. Very appreciative. Yeah, I, I admire that. I like to know. Jumping back into it. One day, I decided, fuck it, I'll download the apps and I'll be the unicorn for another couple. I started shopping around with couples and there were a handful that I really clicked with. 
Now, with the second shot of the vaccine still on the horizon for me and working in the film industry, it was difficult to plan any meetups with these people. So even during all of our talking phases, I really clicked more with and gravitated towards the men. Finally, after my second shot, and on a Saturday afternoon, one of the couples invited me over for a small gathering with friends at their home in Mar Vista. As an introvert, part of me was terrified and almost declined, but no, this was my chance to get out of my comfort zone and put myself out there. And I'm so glad that I did. It was a really fun night, and I met so many wonderful people, and the night ended with lots of tequila and a really great threesome. (laughs) It it exceeded all of my expectations, and they're both fantastic people and lovers. We had plans to continue to hang out and for me to really be a part of their relationship. But in reflection the next couple of days, I realized that I still gravitated toward the boyfriend more, and I decided, while the threesome was great and I wanted to continue to see them, I'm definitely heteroflexible and more interested in men. Two weeks later, my coworker left for the week for a family member's passing, and she brought in a replacement. I was instantly drawn to this woman. She was obviously gay, a tomboy lesbian, and by the last day of her being on my show, I just had this pit in my stomach where I just knew that I never wanted to stop talking to her. I needed to have her in my life and not just as a friend. She invited me to hang out the day after, and then we hung out again the day after, and then the day after, and when she finally kissed me one night, everything fell into place for me. She was scared to make a move on a straight girl, and I was scared that she wasn't interested and I was just reading the signs wrong. But after that kiss, everything felt right. Three weeks after that, my mom was in town for a family friend's bridal shower, and I just knew I had to tell her that I was dating a woman now. All of my queer friends were very apprehensive about my coming out so soon and how my parents would react. But my mom was so loving and supporting about it and didn't even ask me to put any labels on my sexuality in that moment. She made me feel so comfortable and relieved in that conversation. I called my dad to tell him immediately after I dropped my mom at the airport the next morning. I still remember my dad's reaction. He said, Okay, are you asking my permission? You don't need my permission to date anyone. As long as you're happy and taken care of, that's the only thing that matters to me. That afternoon, after that conversation with my dad, my woman asked me to be her girlfriend. And this weekend, we're celebrating one year of love together. Mm -hmm. People call me a lesbian or say that I'm gay, which I really don't care what people want to label or categorize me as. But I still don't find myself actively attracted to other women. At this point, I'm not actively attracted to anyone apart from my partner. Hence why I choose pansexual. But at the end of the day, I found the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And her gender and sexuality doesn't define who she is. It's her heart and soul that I am so deeply in love with. Thank you. Oh, that's so thank sweet thank you yeah thank, thank you for you. sending I'm, your story yes and i'm i'm so happy you found that that love yeah i don't know you but that's 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 very sweet and i'm gonna be emotional about it one point i just want to throw out there is like we always kind of talk about labels and 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 label people as one thing or another but like you do not have to label yourself as anything if you you know you and here I am going to go talk about labels, but if someone, <laughs> just to another point, if you were bisexual, you know, you could be attracted to one woman and a million mm-hmm. guys that's still being bisexual. You can be attracted, right. you know, bisexual, not 50-50, pansexual, whatever. Like there, there's so many options out there. Sexuality is a spectrum, but exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm just so glad that you found someone that yes. you love and that you're comfortable with and feel yourself with. That's just, that is a happy story mm-hmm. that I think all of us need. Yes, thanks for sharing your love story and congrats on one year. Seriously. Also, I don't think I would be able to uh, just like go ahead and meet 
a couple that I didn't know and just like be in a threesome with them like that you're an introvert but that takes some guts like that is so impressive and honestly I applaud you yeah oh very much so that that is like yeah I don't think I would ever have I have too much anxiety to to talk to to talk to strangers just in general let alone have a stranger see me naked like I just I could (laughs) you know like I could I could not so so definitely maybe after a few years to yeah, kind of work maybe. up to that moment. But like you really did give yourself the space, it sounds like, to explore what you needed. And I'm glad that you you found comfort in that. Yeah. Very, very happy and proud of you. <laughs> and then, so that was a, a longer story. And a lot of people, I think, are afraid of having to write in a story because they, they feel like they need to write this entire novel. And this next example proves to you that you don't. You don't have to write an entire long email. We appreciated it. But write however long you want. So here's here's a shorter story. All right. We got this story through Instagram. And it reads, you can refer to me as Kat. Here's my story of how I realized I was bi. I am a cis woman. I was 30 and had been married to my husband for six months. We went out to brunch on a Saturday morning and were seated at a small table for two in a busy diner. The server came over to take our order, and as she walked away, I leaned to my left so that I could look at her ass over my (laughs) husband's shoulder. Looking back, there were many, many moments before then, but that was the first time I realized that I liked women a lot. I stayed married for almost 20 years and got a divorce for other reasons. I am a very late-in-life LGBT person, having come out to my family at age 49. It's amazing. I feel so much more myself than I ever have in my whole life. It really is never too late. And no sign off, but thank you so much, Kat. Thank you, Kat. That's another great example of a story Mm -hmm. that we want to hear. Coming out later in life, I can't imagine, is an easy thing to do after Mm -hmm. living your life for so long as one way. So... That also takes a lot of guts and I applaud you for your decision and your bravery and being able to find out who you are and, you know, come to terms with it and come out. So applause for you. And thanks everyone too for, for entrusting us with your stories and for really being vulnerable to share them and, and Kat, what an amazing story. And I'm so glad you've been able to find security in your relationships, in, in yourself. That's, that brings a huge smile to my face that you can see, but I promise it's there. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I hope it's there for you too. Absolutely. So thank you to our two listeners for sending in their stories this week. If you want to send in your listener story, again, please do. We would love to hear them. It could be on whatever you want it to be on. You can either send those stories to our Instagram at historicallyreally or email us at historicallyreallygoodfriends at gmail.com. And again, the more that we receive these stories, the more that we'll do these little mini episodes. So hopefully we get more soon. Thanks so much. Thanks everyone. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.